we are now going to head over to the Adelaide Hills. So um, good morning and welcome, Alex Triscothic. How are you? Good, thanks, Simon. You're the the head of uh, the Adelaide Hills Wine Region. Region Association. Region. Region Association. Yeah, current president of the Adelaide Hills Wine Region Association. Excellent. Can you fit it all on a business card or...? <laughs> No, no, title. I don't. It's, it's not really something you need to wander around with a business card flashing. That one, it's, uh, <laughs> it's more of a behind-the-scenes role, to be yes, honest. Right. Well, um, thank you for for coming on and having a chat because um, we got uh, word that that May is Chardonnay month uh, in Correct. the Adelaide Hills. Yeah, big month for us. Um, uh, a bit like Chardonnay, you know, we, we're uh, we're kind of renowned as you know the premium. Um, region for Chardonnay in South Australia, and uh, you know we're globally recognised for Chardonnay. So to celebrate it for a whole month and you know align with kind of um, International Chardonnay Day, which is on the 25th of May, it all kind of just makes sense for us. Mm. Well, it's gee, Adelaide's the talk of everything at the minute with uh, yeah, with gather fo- round. Yeah, football in the Adelaide Hills. It's uh, playing just... at Mount Barker yesterday, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's good for you know, South Australia, it's good for tourism because it's obviously it's just exposure and uh we love our footy over here, so it all kind of it works nicely. Are you seeing much um much interest from people who are over for the AFL stuff, um, coming and, and, and going to Celadors in the region? Um have you is it been noticeable? Yeah, look it's probably a bit early to to say really because obviously the footy's on at the moment mm. um we've definitely seen uh it's busier around i suppose the cbd and, and around where the footy is uh obviously the great thing from that perspective is you know all the local wine bars and, and pubs um stock all that you know local wine so there's definitely positives from um having you know events in, in the in adelaide mm. there are a couple of pretty funny instagram videos of Tom Papley out in the vineyards after the Swannies won the other day, talking about tannins and grape skins. <laughs> yeah, all yeah, the yeah, other players are just like, mate, you've got no idea. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Now, listen to the radio. Uh, I've been hearing, obviously, yeah, footballers popping up at different wineries. Uh, I've heard there's a, a couple of footballers out of the lane yesterday. So, no, it's, uh, well, if we can <laughs> educate the footballers a bit too, it's uh, it's all win-win, really. Ah, oh, well, they were ribbing Jordan Lewis on the footy t- last night on Fox about him going out, because he makes a bit of wine he with does, some yeah. of the guys. So, you know, it's all, that's all good publicity for the for the region. Yeah, well, um, obviously, you know, the broader Australian wine industry has been doing a bit tough lately. So, um, you know, Adelaide Hills, uh, you know, we're... we're we're doing fairly well. We've got really good domestic um, support. You know, the Australian, you know, especially over in uh, Victoria and, and um, in New South Wales, we have really good support with Adelaide Hills. So, um, you know, getting the footballers on board um, and a bit of celebrity endorsement never hurts. But we, uh, you know, Adelaide Hills wine region, from a quality perspective, and hence why we're doing a, you know, a, a month of Chardonnay. And this is actually the third third year um, we've done Chardonnay May. Okay. Uh, we've yeah, the the quality of the the wine stands you know, by itself as well. So um, hence why we're getting behind it. And yeah. so tell us some some of the things because there's quite a number of events across the different wineries. Um, yeah. Can you um, you know pick out a few standout things and things that potentially um, our listeners who are in Melbourne you know will, would you know make the, the trip over and and what yeah. they'd have to book and that sort of thing. Well, at the moment, um, and you know. I'm, Especially we're still in the middle of you know, the heat of vintage at the moment in the Adelaide Hills, so a lot of the winemakers are you know, still busy making 
making their wine for the for 2023. We've got over 40 um, themed events across Adelaide Hills uh, planned for May so far. Um, I, you know, I think it's fair to assume they will continue to grow, um, especially as they, they sell out. Um, so the kind of focus is obviously on Chardonnay, but, but also pairing. So, you know, and sort of enticing lunches and, and you know, dinners and, and entertaining experiences so that people can kind of, you know, uh, enjoy their Chardonnay, but be also enjoying, you know, everything else Adelaide Hills has to offer. We're also, you know, we, we, we take it to the, uh, the city. Um, so a couple of events I can call out to start with, is, you know, the Goldings and Petaluma are doing stuff in the city at the beginning of May. Um, and then obviously Tasting Australia uh, has got an Adelaide Hills Chardonnay Heroes event. Having said that, that's already sold out. But um, I'm sure there'll be other things that continue to pop up in the, the coming coming weeks for May. So. Mm. Um, it's uh, it's it's an interesting region, um, and it's obviously very close to Adelaide itself. Um, but uh, yeah, you can get around fairly easily with with a vehicle, can't you? Yeah, yeah. That's obviously uh, Google Maps. I think's made life a lot easier too these days. But mm. I suppose one of the big advantages Adelaide Hills has is that we're kind of twenty twenty five minutes up the highway from Adelaide. So, you know, it's, it's very easy to do a day trip. Um, and you know, with the if you get the if you jump on the Adelaide Hills Wine Region website, you know, it's, it's got all the different wineries, the cellar doors, the opening hours, so that you don't end up you know getting somewhere and it's it's not open. But yeah, that's what makes Adelaide Hills so. Um, special is with being there the Adelaide Hills itself um, you know we're kind of four to six hundred meters higher than Adelaide um, but it's right on the on the doorstep of Adelaide so mm. we're we're convenient yeah and also the pork knuckles at the Hardorf pub are pretty <laughs> yeah. good Hardorf Hill Hotel or whatever it's called um, yeah. so tell us a little bit about the history of the region though because it's one of the old slash new versions isn't it? a bit like the Yarra it was it was planted ages ago and it's had a bit of a resurgence since the sort of yeah, 70s yeah, right yeah yeah I suppose if we, we we're talking about you know what's available to purchase these days it's uh, it's a relatively young region we've yeah. been going now probably for about 40 years which really if you look compared to a lot of other wine regions you know they weren't doing that much more before that anyhow but no. yeah Adelaide Hills really kind of took off um, in the late 80s early 90s um and I, and I suppose a lot of kind of um you know experienced winemakers started um taking notice of Adelaide Hills because of its its climate um the soil and all the amazing like different sort of uh, microclimates in the valleys which um if you if you come to Adelaide Hills um what makes it a bit different to, I suppose some other regions is because of all our little micro climates we and and different aspects um of the hills we can do a lot of varieties quite well, um, or really well. So Chardonnay is one of our, yeah, it's one of our heroes. It, it does well from north to south in the Adelaide Hills. Um, it's it's just really well suited to our kind of cooler nights, and then um, it enjoys the warm, but it really warm, but it really benefits from the cooler nights, which helps to retain that natural acidity. But what we're finding is, um, you know, things like Pinot Noir, obviously Sauvignon Blanc, which a lot of people associate the Adelaide Hills with, um, and then a lot of kind of um, Italian and Spanish variety, varieties also do really well in the Adelaide Hills because of our cool nights and our you know, mild to warm days. So um, it's a really interesting winemaking region um, and allows winemakers to really play and, and make some you know some really amazing wines. So it's um, yeah, and it's all in the doorstep of um, Adelaide. You know, you can get kind of anywhere within half an hour, which is mm-hmm. makes it really accessible. 
Yeah, you mentioned Golding before. Um, I remember the, he used to have like a little barrel fermented Sauvignon, uh, Darren, that, that I used to think was pretty smart wine. Are there other people doing kind of funky things like that? Yeah, I think because we're a relatively young region, um, most winemakers who are drawn to the region, um, you know, you're not kind of making wine in the shadow of, you know, fourth or fifth generation yeah. um, winemaking. So I think that's why it's it's been kind of an exciting, LA Hills is an exciting kind of um, the region at the moment. There's so many people experimenting and, and trying new things and, and, and pushing boundaries. And we're, we're getting a lot of, um, it's attracting a lot of young winemakers over too. So, um, but then, yeah, we've got our, People have kind of you know, held the fort and done an amazing job for a long time too. Mm. You know, talking about Goldings and then you know even Petaluma. So people like Brian Crozer and yeah. and there are Sean Smiths of the world who are you know making wines at just a whole other level too. Jeff, Jeff Weaver as well. Mm. You know, yeah, that's a yeah. very smart little Sauvignon Blanc that he makes. I always yeah. feel a bit guilty when I start rattling off names within the region. That the more you, the more you yeah. name, the, the bigger risk you've got of missing one, and then causing more headaches. So, yeah, well, but yeah, yeah, leave that to us. We'll 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 jot them out there, and we don't we don't get in the firing line because yeah. we don't live over yeah. there. So. But um, yeah, no, it's a pretty um, inspiring region to work in because there's a lot of there's a good little uh, good little uh, connection between all the all the winemakers, because a lot of a lot of winemakers, a lot of vineyards are quite small. Mm. There is actually a lot of collaboration just because of just resources and mm, just getting yeah. the job done. So it's one of the strengths of the region. Well, you, you both mentioned Seb Blanc, and, and I think the Seb Blanc from Adelaide Hills is is probably, a, you know, a very good reason to revisit Seb Blanc. You know, we've had the, you know, the, the New Zealand Seb Blanc, you know, Savalanche, as they called it, yeah. you know. Um, and everyone, it's a bit like, you know, same, same. So, but, and it put a lot of people off the variety. But I think that there's some really interesting stuff in the Adelaide Hills and it's a different beast, totally. Yeah, and I think because there's a lot of, um, you know, experienced Chardonnay um, winemakers in Adelaide Hills, um, you, you see some of that um, that skill set come across into some of the Sauvignon Blanc um, winemaking. Mm. So, um, I suppose we meant to be talking about Chardonnay, but Sauvignon Blanc, they, they kind of go hand in hand. If one does well in a region, then another one, they, they'll both tend to flourish. And um, I suppose Sauvignon Blanc is what got the Adelaide Hills um, up and running, you know, it's because it's, you see, it's a bit of an earlier bottling style, but it's kind of gave the winemakers confidence to really start playing and, and pushing with Chardonnay. And now we're starting to see, um, although we you know, we love our Sauvignon Blanc, we're seeing Chardonnay because it's such a... Um, uh, it's a variety that you can you can do a lot more with as a winemaker. We're starting to see it really flourish, um, and we're you know we're we're, um, we're starting we're getting recognised on the world state, stage mm. with our Chardonnay, which is for a little a little wine region. Um, this I think is um, something for, for all the winemakers to be really proud yeah. of. And I, I love you know what you you said before that you know you're unrestricted and unrestrained by you know, history and this is the way we've always done it for four generations, that sort of stuff. And, and of course, in Australia, you can do so many more things without any regional, uh, you know, appellation sort of rules and things. Correct, correct. We, we can plant whatever variety we want. It's kind of the risks on the grower and the winemaker. Mm. Um, and look, you know, without taking anything away from some of the, you know, the older older wine regions where, you know, that history is you know, really important and, you know, some of those styles are, I tried and tested. I think um, Adelaide Hills has just, I suppose, been really good. It's a fresh new wave, um, you know, and it's, it's. I think we're, as a region, we're really kind of tapping into the 
the next generation of wine drinkers because we um you know we are um, a lot more medium bodied you know fresh and vibrant um uh, wines mm-hmm. um uh and yeah and having said that you know a lot of the winemakers uh you know my my friends through the region have um most have done time overseas you know they've gone and worked in the burgundies and um and you know the cooler climate to get that get a handle around how to you know make the most of the of the fruit that they get their hands on the Adelaide Hills. So yeah, mm. it's kind of it's, it's really exciting time in the hills at the moment with um all the all the, the winemakers, you know, pushing pushing the envelope and, and trialing new things. So. so when it comes to Chardonnay then, um, Alex, how do you like to make yours and how do you like to drink it? I'm uh, I, I I suppose it comes back to a bit of my past and, and where I've travelled and worked, but I'm kind of a bit of a I like to see Chardonnay in, in French oak. You know, uh, I think the integration, well, the benefit of, you know, especially if you've got really nice, you know, Chardonnay grapes to start with and then um, uh, fermenting through the in, in barrel, you get this such, uh, they work so nicely together. Um, you know, the, the spice and a bit of structure you get from the oak just helps complement um, the Chardonnay, you know, support the nose, give it some beautiful, lift all those beautiful fruits on the nose, but then give it some nice palate weight because for me, Chardonnay, is just you know fantastic food wine. So you need a bit of weight on the palate. Um, obviously, I like Chardonnay to be dry. Uh, so yeah, I, I I don't like to see overt oak, but because I think then you're you're taking away from what the region um, you know, can do so well. But um, yeah, I think that that's my style. And are you um, a fan of kind of giving a bit of work to to work up the texture, no, or you sort really. of let, let it no. do its own thing? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe a little bit hands-off. Um, yeah. But, you know, that's what makes Chardonnay so interesting. A winemaker mm. can choose to be hands-off. Some can be, you know, that nose stirring once a week to really build that creamy um, palate and make it heavier. Um, I think we're probably, in general, in the LA Hills, seeing a, a leaner, more crisp, vibrant yeah. um, mm. style. Modern style. But having said that, it does, you know, the Hills can, can do the rich and traditional, you know, uh, creamier style. Easily, it just really depends on the winemaker and, and what they're trying to achieve. Okay, so, so super hardcore nerdy Chardonnay question without notice, but not yeah. too. So I believe you've worked over in the Jura a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about what makes those Tissot Chardonnays so incredible over there? Or is there oh, a... I've done, I've done some research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, well, Stefan is obviously the owner slash winemaker. Um, <laughs> the first thing I would say about Stefan's passion, his amazing passion, uh, and then he's also he's organically certified and biodynamic, so you know he's really looking at the the soil health and the balance in the vineyard, which is um, I suppose in the Adelaide Hills because we're a cool climate um, region where you know we get we get a lot more rain than a lot of other regions. So if I, if you go north out of the Barossa where they're kind of five to six hundred mils rainfall a year, we we can range from sort of anywhere from 900 to 1,200 yeah. um, mils. So it's a lot wetter, cooler climate, uh, which means that from a growing perspective, you, you have to be a lot more in tune to the vineyard. And I suppose that, going back to Stefan or back to the Jura or Arbois, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a wetter, cooler climate. So you've got to be doing a lot more work, a lot more in tune to the vineyard, a lot more work, a lot more hands-on. Um, and then if you're doing that work in the vineyard, kind of just you know by default if you've got that attention to detail you, you start off with better kind of you know um better fruit to start with so um Stefan was very much um that's where i learned to play with lees and and yeah. uh be more hands-off but just keep an eye on things you know everything was everything was fermented through 
um, beautiful French oak and, you know, spent time on leave, but it was all very gentle, you know, um, minimal racking, you know, you know, a lot of gravity flow yeah. and, and not much filtration, but the attention to detail was, there was definitely no shortcuts and hygiene was, you know, yeah. Uh, you can lick the floor of that clean. So, <laughs> well, yeah, um, <laughs> there's so many, um, there's so many fans of that that wine. It's it's a bit of a unicorn wine over here, I suppose. It's pretty hard to get. But. Yeah, yeah. I um I was fortunate. A friend of mine um recommended just you know, that I I go and work with Stefan, and Stefan just happened to be travelling to Australia, so he he came and stayed with us for a night, and said in typical French um, mannerism, "You will come and work for me." And so <laughs> I, I took him up on it, and. I was probably lucky because I was probably a bit um, naive to the the region and and how interesting you know um, the wines are from the Jura, you know, especially when you start talking about Van Jean. Oh, if yeah. you if you haven't worked there and someone was to put that in front of you without you having any understanding of the wine, you'd be you could be um, understandably think it was you know faulty. It was faulty. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. actually had a customer who who was coming through and I saw him around there and I asked him if he needed a hand and he said, no, nah, I don't need a hand. And Anyway, I saw him back the next day and he and he said, I've got this wine, it's faulty and I, I showed it to all these winemakers, all these old school guys out in, I won't mention who and whatever. And I said, can we let, can we just have a chat about this wine? Because I, I, I wanted to talk to you about it yesterday. So this is, um, Simon, if you don't know, it's called Vangeon. It's a Sauvignon that goes into barrel for a minimum of six years and four months, I believe. Wow. And it's under yeah. floor yeast, like sherry yeast. So and Van John just translates to yellow wine. Yellow wine, yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah. They're, they're, if you if you out of context, you're just gonna think this is the weirdest thing of all time. But there's a historical sort of tradition for it, isn't there? Yeah, and, and I think it it sense of place, you know, over there in the French Comte, which is the, the, the bigger area. Yeah. It's real amazing cheese. Um they've got special uh kind of rules over there where they can make um cheese from unpasteurized milk. So yeah. the cheese is really rich. Uh, so you kind of need a what? So Van John, which is it's oxidatively made, mm. so there's obviously no sulphur, and the floor yeast, you know, is what protects it um, to this kind of surface yeast that sits on the top which of the is, wine. The, like, which is what's on the lid. cheese, right? The yeah, floor yeast. yeah. So you've got this super rich kind of oxidative wine, which cuts through this immensely rich cheese, and and some of the cheeses over there can only be made uh, in for three months of the year because you know, it has to have the right pastures. Like yeah. with people French, there's lots of lots of um, rules, <laughs> yeah. but it all works so nicely together. Yeah. So if you, you, if you have one of the, I suppose, components out of context, yeah. they can seem a bit you know, obscure, but all together they just work so nicely. So, um, you know, well, mm. going back to the hills, we've got lots of little cheese makers, uh, which, you know, Adelaide, some of the Adelaide Hills cheeses is on the bit of a, I probably eat too much cheese. Uh, you know, you've heard with Chardonnay in Adelaide Hills, and you, you you're you've got the makings of a pretty good um, pretty good day. So, um, oh, and of course, yeah. you can use the Chardonnay to wash the rind of the cheese too, which is just magic. Yeah, well, you, yeah, limit, limitless, limitless. Really, so, yeah. um, they're yeah. always, always playing over there. Yeah. Having said that, you know, like any anything, you know, the, when the Van Jean. When they're good, they're amazing. But there's always you know, a couple of rogue winemakers that have, aren't quite getting it right. So you got to be aware. And that. it really but is that, oxidized. <laughs> well, that can happen. Yeah, yeah, that can happen in any region, in any yeah. part of the world. So, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Um, Alex, uh, the Chardonnay May sounds like a great, great concept. Um, so you said third year round, and um, so it'll be bigger than ever, I'd imagine, given we're um, 
you know, clear yeah, of all the yeah. problems. But um, so people can get more information by going to the uh, web, Adelaide Hills website. So it's adelaidehillswine.com.au. Correct, yeah. Um, and there's a, on the, um, when you click into that, one of the first ones that comes up, which is on Friday the 5th of May at the Sterling Hotel, is um, the Chardonnay Heroes Masterclass, and it's paired with food and everything. So that looks like a cracking event. Yeah, as I said, that that is a cracking event, and unfortunately it's already sold out. Oh, that was the um, one. Sorry, okay. Yeah, yeah, but, um, you know, when especially when things sell out this early, you know, other events pop up. Because, yep. um, yeah. I, what, oh yeah, as I said, what's really amazing, exciting, I suppose, is that um, the diversity of Chardonnay and Adelaide Hills the, all the you know, the growers and the winemakers playing with different clones of um, mm-hmm. Chardonnay. So really, kind of you know, not just you know sitting on the hands and going, oh well, this is <laughs> this is how we do Chardonnay. So we'll just keep doing it the same uh, going forward. There's lots of you know little plantings going, and you know, growers looking, trying, you know, researching, trying to understand um, variety, uh, different kinds of Chardonnay that are doing well in other regions, and and if, you know if we can add them to our kind of repertoire in um, the Adelaide Hills. So, yeah, it's a kind of really exciting time and, and everyone's kind of, you know, Chardonnay as a winemaker, if you're out there trying to buy this fruit, you're, you're having to compete with a lot of other yeah, winemakers. Of course. So it's really, yeah. it's really, um, it's on the, on the up at the moment. Would, would, is, most, yeah, would most wine, uh, wineries or winemakers be through Vintage 23 now? Yeah, uh, most on the home straight. I um, and you know, pretty much all the whites are done. There would be, unfortunately, we had a lot of rain yesterday. Okay. Um, there would be still there's still a little bit of um, some reds um, out through the region, especially in some of the, the cooler little pockets. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're we're kind of on the home straight now, thankfully. Good. It's been a very late vintage. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a repeated story that one. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> um, extra stress. Alex. Have a successful month. Uh, that sounds great. I'm sure we'll hear some more about it uh, as we get closer to May and during May. And um, please keep any information coming to us if there's uh, any you know exciting new things, new events that pop up. And but um, anyone can do their own research by that website, AdelaideHillsWine.com.au. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. Uh, thanks for having me. But yeah. Jump on our regional website. Otherwise, you know, there's all our, all our um, the winemakers and the members within the region all have their own little websites and yep. and online stores. So if you can't get the Adelaide Hills, you can always jump online and do the second get it best sent thing. To you. <laughs> yeah, you know, do your so own Chardonnay home, May in, uh, at, at home. Yeah, um, but I think probably on that that point, you know, you said you know it's such an exciting time for the hills in general. So sign up to the newsletter. I'm sure there'll be you know, a mailing list kind of uh, mail-out thing. So th- that way everyone can, be, you know, keep in touch with you guys. Follow us on Instagram, all those things. Oh, yeah, so, cool. Yeah. All the young people. Good do that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, Alex, thank, thank you, mate. Thanks for coming um, on. We'll chat again, I'm sure.